one, one, one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one-on-one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Hello, everybody. Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network, and this is episode 26 of One on One here on the network. And with me today, I have a man who has done it all in this business. I don't care what anybody says, what anybody wants to say. I got the man from uh, the Sports Journey, the founder of Sports Journey. He is the host of After Practice with Lake Lewis Jr., and none other than my man, Lake Lewis Jr. Lake, how you doing today, brother? What's going on, my friend? I appreciate you having me on. It's been a while. It's been a while, man. You know, you get you know you get that nostalgia as the season gets a little bit closer, and I'm like, you know, ready to see my crew again, and we're, you know, still waiting to see how those things will pan out. But it's just definitely, it's just definitely good to connect with you, my friend. Absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. So we'll start this one, of course, everybody, with the check in. Check in on you, man. See how things have been going through COVID. Uh, just you know, let us know how you and your family, uh, how how just how you've been able to manage yourself through these tough times and with everything we've had on the, the, you know, the unrest in the country, police brutality, racism, you name it. It has been 2020 has had it all. Uh, just give us your it, how things have been for you and your family. It's, 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 you know, it's getting a lot better. You know, I, I lost my father in, uh, in February and, uh, like a week later, literally everything shut down. And, um, you know, just just dealing with that, and then of course we've we've lost a lot of uh, legends. You know, and, and you know that that meant a lot to our race. You know, meant, meant to a lot to everyone, but specifically African Americans that we looked up to. So COVID's been tough, man. You know, but as far as the family, everybody's being smart, wearing masks. Um, you know, um, just 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 doing the proper things. You know, wiping your hands, so the, the whole thing that you should be doing, and. You know, shame on the people out there that don't feel like they, they don't have to wear a mask at all. I mean, I get it if you're in your neighborhood, you know your neighbors quite well. Right. Yeah, I mean, we do that here. But right. But but as far as just going in grocery stores and things like that, that's lunacy right there. I mean, you got to wear a mask. You don't know what those people are doing outside, you know. And nah, man, you know, you look, like I wipe my bags down when I get home. Yeah. I mean, so what you doing? You, know, you just... <laughs> yeah, you know, you just you just got to be smart. And at the end of the day, you know, what we do for a living covering sports, it's like our livelihood is affected by this, you know, um, to not be able to cover things because right. had people been doing what they were supposed to do, I think we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, teams and bubbles and, you know, indoor stadiums and all this stuff. You know, I feel bad for the fans that aren't going to be able to be out at, you know, FedEx Field. You know, that's that's right. that's not – that's just not cool. I understand why the team is doing this. Right. But if everyone had done what they were supposed to, we could have falls like we've been having for the past, you know, what, 15, 20 years covering this. Exactly. And I, and, and it's it's a crazy thing, man. I really don't understand. Like, let's just – come on, y'all. I always say, can we just lock it up for two months, you know? Wear your mask, man. Let's not let's, – let's, let's take the political thing out of it. Let's just take all of it out. Let's just be – let's just take care of each other. But, I mean, hopefully we'll get to that point, um, you know, at least one day. Uh, now, mm-hmm. um, you know, with that being said, you know, you have had uh, quite a lot of success 
uh, in your career. But tell us, man, where did your love of sports come from? Where, where, where was that moment when you was like, man, sports is life for me? You know, it's, it's funny you ask that. Um, you know, people always ask me that, think it was like a magic defining moment. But I grew up in a house where, um, you know, my father was, was an avid sports fan. He used to play ball and, uh, you know, he's a big Tar Heel, you know, he was, he was from North Carolina. And, um, you know, my, um, my mother, although she didn't play sports, she was a big fan too. And she, growing up, she used to tell me about, you know, how much she liked Chuck Foreman and the Minnesota Vikings. And she went to Michigan State for college and she was there when, uh, you know, they tied Notre Dame that 10-10 game, Bubba Smith and all those guys were there. So she was there for that. And, you know, so I grew up in that. And then, you know, my grandfather was a, was a, a two-sport letterman at Howard University in the 1920s. Wow. So it's just been something that's been there. Um, you know, I played football and basketball in high school, briefly basketball in college. And, you know, it was just um, something that I always, always wanted to do, was always stay around it. And, you know, I was broadcast journalism major at Penn State. So, you know, I knew that this was my calling. And um, as you know, certain things change, you know, as the years go by, you get right. pulled into a different avenue of broadcasting or, uh, you know, journalism. And, you know, I started doing more writing and, and I hated writing, you know. So, <laughs> you know, I hated it. I, I still not like the biggest fan of it, of course, but we have to do that. But yeah, you know, I, I've, I've pretty much done just about everything you can possibly do in this business. And, you know, I'm proud of that. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, and I, and I got to agree with you on that. Writing for me, tough. I, I can do it. <laughs> I'm solid. And I, I, at least I feel like I'm solid. But it's something I definitely feel like I can work on down the road. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's a changing element. And you always got to try to find a way to adjust. And if you don't, uh, you'll get left yeah. behind. And, and I think <laughs> I think I think COVID has kind of taught us all that because, you know, even as, uh, you know, with, you know, with our network being small, starting off small and, you know, you think to yourself, wow, you know, like we, we just started getting a little momentum uh, and we got a lot of momentum during COVID, which I was surprised. And I said, we'll take it. Uh, now you get to this point. It's like, man, we just want to keep it rolling. And so you just never really know. You just got to be able to adapt and change. So you, you just really never know. Yeah, this is almost like coming, you know, uh, in full circle for me because, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I was at ESPN and um, you know, I was doing video casts. You know, my, my, my drive time radio show back in Orlando, you know, we used to, um, we set up cameras in there. There were webcams then, you know, when the HD webcams came out, right. you know, we had looking nice, but we were doing me what we're doing now. So I feel very comfortable in this setting. It's, actually, it's almost like second nature. And that's just the way the world's going right now. I mean, technology, uh, you know, and let's face it, when you can do video, you don't have to write. <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know, you, you know, and, you know, you get into sports, you get into the sports journalism world, you know, you've been in multiple uh, organizations, but now you're the founder of the sports journey. And, and, you know, tell us how that all came about. You know, how, how did you say, well, you know, this is it for me. I'm going to take myself on this own journey. How did you start the sports journey? Well, actually, you know, it's um, uh, that was the name of my show when I was on ESPN Radio in Florida, mm -hmm. Sports Journey with Lake Lewis, and my sister came up with that, that name of all people. You know, she's like, you've always had a journey in sports, and so she flipped it, and that's how we came up with it. And, um, you know, so, so you know, I, I've worked for, like I said, ESPN, worked for USA Today, 
um, just just so many different things about dot com. All these places, um, heavy dot com, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just got to a point where I was just like, you know, nothing against them because I still have great friendships with a lot of the folks there. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to do something different. And, and, and you know, it, it's, it's okay for me to say this. It's different for us as black men. Let's just right. be right. real about this. You know, it's, it's different. And it's not a, I'm not looking for a violin to come out for anybody or anything like that. But right. Right. it is different for us. And I felt like if I could control my own fate, my own destiny, um, but but at the same time, help along people who aren't getting those opportunities, then I would feel more, um, I guess you were saying rich. I would feel like there's more purpose to what I'm trying to do. And that's what I've been trying to do. So what I what I recently did, you know, at start 2020 was I started um, Lake Lewis LLC, mm-hmm. put Sports Journey under that. And my podcast is under that umbrella as well. So now we're reaching out to, to fellow people like yourself who have podcasts. Um, we're starting to put them up on our site too. you know, help get you some fanfare. So that's something yeah. my friend that, you know, we need to talk about. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and see, that's the thing, you know, you start when you start that journey. And uh, I think a lot of people don't know how difficult it is. And, and you're right. At being black men, uh, starting from the ground up, it can be a really tough it, it can be a journey. It can be a really tough journey just trying to get you know, people to trust you, just people to trust mm-hmm. you and trust what you're saying. And I, I tell a lot of my team, I'm like, hey, the biggest thing that you can do here is, you know, you know, you want to be trusted. You want people to go and say, oh, yeah, if they said that, I can believe what they're saying. You know, and I think trust goes a long way uh, in this industry. If you don't have that, uh, I think uh, who told me that uh, that was. I want to say it was uh, Andy Katz that told me that. Uh, he said, mm-hmm. if you don't have that, uh, if you don't have that uh, trust in the industry, you, you got to gain that. If you don't have that, you have nothing. So I, yeah. I, I've always taken That's that to heart. A hundred percent true. You know, uh, I have great relationships with a lot of the guys on the team. And, uh, you know, when people say things like, you know, um, you know, how'd you get Adrian Peterson to come out to one of your events and stay mm-hmm. for an hour and a half? And I'm like, I just asked them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> I, mean, I just asked them, but but because Adrian knows about me and he knows who I am um, as a person, you know, he he knew that he wasn't going to come out and I was going to ask him any, you know, trick questions or set right. him up. I wasn't looking for clickbait. You know, we're just trying to get, you know, true fans of this team. You know, who who support these guys, support them as men first. You know, you just try to get them out there where people can see that, you know, this guy's a good dude, you know. And, um, you know, you know, when Adrian came here, people had preconceived notions about him because of right. what had happened in the past, whatever. And um, but you see, you know, he's one of the nicest people you ever meet. And uh, that's what you want people to see when we do these type of events. So, yeah, you know, um, that trust factor is huge. And without it, you don't have anything. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, um, speaking of Adrian Peterson and speaking of the Washington football team, something that we're all still getting used to. I know I slip up quite a bit. Uh, you know, this team last year, I remember in a lot of reports that we used to do post-game reports, all we talked about was culture change. You could just, it, 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 needed, to hap- it needed to happen, but we weren't talking about it in the form that it's happening. And we were talking about it as a team. We felt like there did some things that needed to be changed. You know, obviously Jay Gruden is no longer with the team. They pretty much, almost cleared house on that. They bring in Ron Rivera and, uh, you know, then all this other stuff happens. And so with all of that going on, we're getting culture change in so many different ways. But take us in your mind 
Washington football team. A lot of people have made fun of this team. They've made fun of the name. But in your eyes, what are we looking at from this Washington football team this year? What could we see out of this Washington football team? I think that you're going to see growth. You know, you may not see double-digit wins and things like that. And that's not to say that they're going to not be improved because they are improved. They've already improved. Um, They've got some solid coaching, of course, led by Ron Rivera. I think Scott Turner's uh, system is conducive to a lot of the talent on the team. Um, I expect a bigger year from Terry McLaurin than he had last year. I expect Dwayne Haskins to really come to the forefront as being one of those young quarterbacks that's talked about around the league as like that next wave waiting to happen. Um, Of course, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, Chase Young comes in. You pair him up already with a stout defensive line and Ryan Kerrigan and Montez Sweat. I mean, there's a lot of things to really be excited about, but obviously it starts upstairs in that building. And, you know, you're not being on that field for years talking and just saying, you know, they would have talent over here, but it was dysfunctional over there and it trickled down. You know, it's just, that's just, the foundation of your house isn't strong. Everything else crumbles, you know? So that's literally what was happening with this outfit. And now the foundation seems stronger. And, and I, you know, I don't want to hear people saying, you know, Snyder's doing this to save his neck. He's doing this to keep his team. I mean, he might be. And if he is doing this to save save his team, he's doing a good job of it. (laughs) Because, (laughs) yeah, because the hires that were made, we're qualified people, you know, again, I don't have to say this. Everyone knows that I'm, I'm cool with Julie. That's my girl, mm-hmm. you know, we're friends and um, I'm happy for her. You know, yeah. I am, um, you know, um, Jason Wright, you know, we, we follow each other on social media. Ron Rivera and me follow each other, you know? Right. So these are people that are, they're looking out, you know, they're, they're looking at people who are trying to do the right thing by the team, not bad mouthing them every chance they get. Um, you know, so they've made some good changes that I'm excited about. And, and, you know, no one knows this yet, so I'll say it right here, but I, you know, I'll be back out next week, you know, so, you know, so I feel good about that. You know, I I can be happy about it now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and, and truly happy for you. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you see, you've seen, um, the growth of this team over the last couple of months. I mean, it's been a whirlwind, you know, um, and I'm just glad to see that the changes that they're making are definitely in a positive foot. Um, you know, we hate to see the things that happen with guys happen. Um, but, I, you know, a lot of people will say, well, they did that the wrong way. I, under this new regime, I personally think they did that the right way. <laughs> That's something they should they, – they had to do it that way. They couldn't talk culture change and not do it. That's, that spoke volumes to me because right. you're talking about – a young player that, you know, if he was injury-free, which we hadn't seen, unfortunately. Right. But when he was injury-free, he showed you that he was a talent. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, with the culture change and the things that they've been enduring, y- you can't go forward with that. You don't want any negative pub. You don't want anything that makes people look at you sideways. And they made that change immediately, uh, you know, and you have to commend them for that. You know, you, you can't, you can't, they can't, this this outfit has no room for error. Right. Period. You know, they're they're a PR boon or they're a PR bust. And, and they're trying to go towards boom where they're making the right decisions. And uh, it will be refreshing maybe at this time next year mm-hmm. that we can have an off season with no drama. You know, that's yeah. what I'm waiting to see. Yeah. I need to get through this year. <laughs> Just what you get through this year. Next off season. You know, yeah, and, yeah, then, because and then, 
you know, maybe yeah, a new name. Yeah, comes out in the off-season. <laughs> yeah, you know that. That's like, dang, man, it's the off-season. We're not supposed to be talking about this stuff, but it exactly. always happens. So I think they're going in the right direction. I'm really excited for it. I, I am. Yeah, it could be an exciting time with a new name and all that stuff. A lot of people complain about all the stuff, but with a new name coming, this it could. I think the fans are going to get that opportunity to help make that happen and ch- and change and be the the voice of that change of the, uh, of the name. So, I mean, I'm excited. Me personally, before we move on, Red Wolves is the one I'm kind of digging, and it's only because I can imagine the players coming out and then you hear the. Uh, like, uh, I, I just feel like there could be fire there, but that's just me. <laughs> Listen, I told I told a friend of mine, it sounds good. I know Fred was pushing smooth. I know you've been pushing it. And it sounds great. You could be in the airport and you, you could you could hear the fans howling, you know what they're coming to that game for. Right, right, right. But if you losing, now it's gonna sound like jackals. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> So you gotta win if you're gonna do that. Real exactly. Moves. You you, you better win, you better man. it better be fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Now it's time for our favorite, or at least my favorite segment of the show. It is time for quick ones. Lake, are you ready for the Lake Lewis edition of Quick Ones? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, man. Here we go. Uh, I've got a couple of them for you. Let's see if you're ready to rock and roll. First one, I'm gonna hit you with worst game you've ever attended. Oh, man, there's a couple to choose from, and they happened <laughs> over the last two years. Um, I'm probably going to say the Giants game of two years ago. Oh. Um, that, was, that, that, was, that was bad. You know, I mean, matter of fact, the Giants game up there last year was bad. Right. But that Giants game here was so bad because the Giants, I think, jumped out on them like 100 to nothing at halftime. You know, it was – Seriously, I think it was like 30-something to, to nothing at halftime. And there was no effort on the field, none whatsoever. You could tell that they laid down, and that's when I knew it, it was just – it was bad, and they did it. You know, I know this is a joke that I probably shouldn't say, but I have said that they have been practicing social distancing for a while. And <laughs> that game proved that it was bad. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was – I remember that Giants game. <laughs> And that Giants game was just uh, – that's the, the Saquon Barkley up the sideline. I remember I was on the sideline taking um, – I was doing photography, and I saw him coming. I'm like, man, ain't, there was no way to stop this man. And, and poor Josh. I mean, I'm a Penn State yeah. dude. I'm, yeah. I'm a Penn State guy. So, you, so you, know, were, I was, you were good with that part. I was, I was happy to see it, but I wasn't happy to – I mean, I want to see – you can get a 30-yard run, but you don't have to break 70. I mean, you ain't got to hit him man. with the 75. Then he almost had like a 59-yard run. I'm like, man, Saquon – Come on, bro. Like, slow down, man. <laughs> I mean, he ran He ran in the end zone with the deuces. I mean, yeah. you can't do that. <laughs> no, man. It was a rough deal. It was a rough deal. Next one. <laughs> favorite sports moment. Now, this could be high school. This could be college. But what was your favorite sports moment? Man, that's a great, a great one. I'll probably, I'm going to go all the way back to uh, AAU um, middle school. Actually, so – the AAU team I played with, you know, I used to be able to hoop, you know, my AAU team. I was, I was in uh, seventh grade, but I was playing with the high school kids in the AAU mm-hmm. team. And um, uh, this was in Southern Maryland. The high school kids were playing at Thomas Stone. And my sister had gone there. I was at John Hanson. I'm plugging them schools. Give me some love. There you but, go. Um, there you, go. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we won the, you know, uh, Southern Maryland um, championship. 
and I hit the uh, hit some free throws to win it for us, and they carried me off on their shoulders. That was like my one <laughs> my one shining moment in my life, you know, in, in that kind of capacity. So I'll never forget that, you know. But I'll never forget that my father was still on the bleachers with his arms up, though. Wouldn't give me any love. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dad was like, "Hi, right, okay, congratulations." Nah, he told he told me years <laughs> later the reason why I didn't say anything to you because I didn't want you to stop working. I didn't want you to think you would arrive. So you have a good look. That's fair. Good, good dad moment right there. Good dad moment right there. Right, 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 right. All right, <laughs> next one. Uh, your favorite Washington football team player uh, of all time? Man, there's been so many great players that I've watched growing up. You know, being from DC. Uh, but for me, it's Sean Taylor. Yeah. Um, and it's not just so much because of what he did here. I was in Florida. Um, you know, at the ESPN radio station that I was on, we were the flagship station for Florida mm -hmm. State in right. Central Florida. And um, had a chance to see him play several times. And I'll never forget the game against University of Miami in the rain, just the stuff that he was doing. And I'm like, man, if he can, if, if Washington can get him somehow, um, it could be dynamic. And then, of course, Clinton Portis and Santana Moss and, um, you know, they, they all started stepping up for him, you know, to, to, to get him, um, you know, up there, you know, up here. And uh, it was pretty good. But that, that Florida State game for me in the rain uh, when he was at Miami, the stuff that he was doing against the Seminoles was amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he, I, and then, of course, he transferred that up here. It was lights out. We saw alligator arms from receivers. Uh, you know, we, that was, and I've said this before, not to get long-winded, but I've said this before. Mm -hmm. Outside of the one run, that one year uh, of, of RG3, his rookie year, mm -hmm. Sean Taylor has been the most dynamic player that this organization has had in the last 20, 25 years. Yes. Or I mean around the country, everybody knew who that player was, and, and players feared him, coordinators game plan for him. Hopefully they have that now in the Chase Young and some of these other young guys. Exactly. And, and, and for a person growing up around this area, I, you, you saw Hall of Fame potential. It was like it, it's that vibe when you see somebody like, like you see an Aaron Donald, you're like, oh, he's a Hall of Famer. He just, if, he's, you know, if he stays healthy, he's a Hall of Famer. And that's the same vibe you got with Sean Taylor. I mean, and God rest his soul. And it's still crazy. I, re I remember the day. Oh, like yeah, that, that's so one that no fan will ever forget. That's a player that just stings to, just to talk about him. And, right. Um, you know, again, you go back to the things that he did. You're right. He wasn't just becoming the best at his position. He was one of the top four or five football players in the league as far as exactly. sheer dominance. You just, you just don't get players like that every day. You don't. It's crazy. It's crazy. Last one on quick ones. Your top three actors, and it could be, it can be man, woman, whatever, but your top three actors, who, who are your favorite three actors? Well, you know, I got to go Denzel number one. Of course. One. That's, that's, you, know, you know, that's, 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 that's Black Moses. You know, you, you got to put him at, you got to put him at number one. You know, there's just so many people, you know, that I respect that, that do their thing. I'm a, I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. You know, right. I think, you know, he's the next wave coming up. And um, for my all-time favorite actor, believe it or not, was Charlton Heston. You know, really? you might be surprised by that. Okay, my okay. Movie, yeah, my favorite movie of all times, The Ten Commandments, with Charlton Heston. That, that's just, that's my movie, okay, man. Okay, okay. You know, so those are my three right there, yeah. I yeah. like that. It's, it's a pretty solid list. I think um, I think Kevin Costner would shock people. Kevin Costner is probably one of my favorite actors. 
He's up there. He's, he's up. In my, he's in my he's top there. five for sure. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I had people like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Kevin Costner's in there. Because name, name a couple bad Kevin Costner movies. It's kind of hard to do. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of hard to do. He's always legit in those movies. So yeah, Charles Hessen's a solid pick. You can't go wrong there. You can't go not, wrong. Not at all. Not at all. Got to <laughs> got to do some research, but it's not yeah, a bad fit. <laughs> just a little bit, right? <laughs> Everybody, that was the Lake Lewis edition of Quick Ones here on One on One. And before we get off of here, I, I, I just, I'd be remiss if I didn't get this opportunity to say thank you, Lake, for coming on to the show today and, and, and giving us an opportunity to speak with your brother. Uh, I know you're a very, very busy man, so we truly appreciate that. And uh, before we leave, leave, it's time to leave your legacy. Uh, and I wanted to know if you got any special projects going on right now you want to let everybody know about. And then two, uh, what type of legacy do you want to leave in the sports journalism world when you uh, say that's it? I'm it's all said and done. Well, you know, just you know, my my company, man. That's my my project, you know. And and again, we've got some good people with me on this project, and uh, you know, we're getting ready to go back hard next week, you know. And I right, can't right. wait for that, um, you know. So I just, you know, we we work hard every day. We we really do. Um, as far as my legacy, you know, I, I do. I I, I definitely have always aspired to be a good example, you know, for my family, for, um, you know, young, young black males. And, and I have no problem saying that. Um, I want them to know that they can accomplish whatever they set their mind to. No one can stop you but yourself. Um, you will have some hurdles and some obstacles, right. but that's when you lean on the old heads like us, you know, who, who have kind of taken some shots for you. Right. Um, do that. You're never going to get to where you need to go by yourself. You always need some help. Uh, you know, so, but yeah, the legacy is, is just, you know, if you're going to do this, be honest, man, you know, um, treat the guys you cover fairly, treat them as men, treat them as guys that have family, that have kids, wives, you know, their sons or their daughters, you know, uh, and, and so you want to make sure that you portray them in the right way. Um, you don't always have to be the first person to, to have breaking stuff and, you don't always have to be the first person to be heard in an interview or a conference or something. Sometimes silence is, is, is more deadly. <laughs> Just right. sit back and watch. <laughs> sit back and gain that knowledge. Exactly. I mean, there's been a couple of times Absolutely. I just sat back there and just and sat quiet and listened. And you pick exactly. up on that small thing that nobody is like, do y'all remember when this was said? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that goes yeah. a long way. It goes a long way. way. Sure does. Ladies and gentlemen, I just, once again, I want to thank my man, Lake Lewis Jr. for coming on here. Episode 26 of 101 here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Lake, you know, once the season gets going and we can get a full season, man, I have to have you on again just to pick your brain and see how the season's going, my friend. (laughs) Anytime. Anytime. You call me, I'm there. We make this happen. That's my man right there, everybody. If y'all don't know him, y'all make sure y'all go check out my man, Lake Lewis. Hit him up on Twitter. Make sure you hit him up on uh, Facebook. Go and check out the Sports Journey. It's it's a great site, great people, great team. Make sure you check out my man, Lake Lewis. I'm Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network. We truly appreciate you all for coming on. Until next time. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. 
Welcome to the 101. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to One on One, a Legacy Lake Sports Network.